0: won the peak in his talk of the town. Joining us on the line, our resident economist, Andrew Pyle. Andrew, great to have you. Lots in the news, uh, of course, this week. Uh, late last week, we found out to Trump has COVID-19. Uh, what does that mean for the economy? Did, did the markets to take a, a hit on that?
1: Well, the markets did take a little bit of a hit uh, when the news broke before the weekend, John, because obviously anything involving... Uh, The presidency and and uncertainty over the presidency, uh, you know, creates uncertainty that markets typically don't like. So there was obviously a jolt to that. Um, Likewise, this morning, we're seeing markets actually improving because there's talk that he might be released today. So, again, the markets are viewing that as a positive. I would say until he's actually out of the hospital, John, this is going to continue to be a source of volatility for the market. But here's the interesting play. I mean, you might you might want to argue that maybe Trump doesn't matter here. Um, polls were released over the weekend showing an even wider lead uh, by Joe Biden uh, over Trump heading into the election. And markets have shown us that they like that because if there is a decisive election, then we don't get into all this nonsense about, mm, you know, delayed results right. uh, going to court and all that kind of stuff. So markets actually seem to like that this morning.
0: So the markets don't really care if it's left or right, so long as it's unanimous.
1: Yeah, as long as you don't get into these scenarios right. where you know there's not going to be a peaceful transition of power that. We're waiting weeks after the election to find out what happened, and uh, you know, we talked about this the other week, that you know it's really not about the platform. It's just about, look, can we just get this election over with and know what's happening, and then we'll deal with the other stuff um, as it happens.
0: How does the next quarter look to you?
1: You know, this quarter, I can't believe that we actually said goodbye to the third quarter last week, John. Yeah. We just kind of whizzed by but... You know, third quarter, generally speaking, was a decent quarter for the economy. Obviously, things rebounded from, you know, the second quarter where we got trounced because of the pandemic. Um, But we did see financial markets faltering towards the end of the quarter. And, you know, over and above what we just talked about with respect to the election, you know, there's still a concern out there that the momentum of the U.S. or the momentum of the Canadian economy really starts fading as we creep into the fourth quarter because of you know, the risks of further wow. lockdowns, because virus is spiking again, um, or just a lack of momentum in general, that like consumers can't keep spending like they were spending in the third quarter. So I would say right now, fourth quarter is shaping up to be uh, probably not as good as what we saw in the third quarter, John, and that we're going to hope and cross our fingers that we don't get an absolute pullback in the economy.
0: Andrew, if people want more information on this, they can always check your website, right?
1: Absolutely, John. They can reach us at pilegroup.ca. There, They'll find our contact information. They'll get links to research. Uh, we do our weekly newsletter every Friday. And every other Wednesday night, we host a uh, kind of like a fireside chat conference call where people can phone in and ask questions uh, on basically anything. So our next one will not be this week. It will be the week after.
0: From the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management, we say thank you to Andrew Pyle for being here on Talk of the Town.
1: My pleasure, John. You have a great week.